0: In the years leading up to the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, Korea, a British runner, a 400-meter runner, burst onto the scene. Derek Redmond was only 18 years old at the time, and he was running faster than any other Brit had ever run that race. By the age of 19, get that, folks, 19, he had shattered all of the British records, national records, for the 400-meter run. He was slated and was actually uh, competed to be a part of the Great Britain's uh, Olympic team for 1988 Olympics, and he made it to their number one runner for the 400, and he was ready to go. About a month before the 88 Olympics, he was out for a jog and for um, practice and that kind of thing, and he blew out his Achilles tendon. He had to pull out of the 1988 Olympics. Not able to run, not able to compete. He was devastated. So devastated that it took him uh, a, a long time to heal from that injury and, and practice and, and, and his training never just seemed to be the same. And he endured four other injuries after the 88 Olympics in preparation for the 92 Olympics. It was about 1990 where he was feeling healthy again and began to run the circuit And again, he was setting records and was Britain's um, uh, top runner for the 400. And he arrived at Barcelona in 1992, ready to run the 400. He had done all the qualifying and everything else, and he was in the semifinals, and and he was slated with a bunch of other runners that weren't as strong as he was, and so it was going to be not an easy jog, but a tough run, but not as hard as it would be for the finals. And so he knew he could save a little bit for the finals. All he had to do was place in the top two, and he would for sure have a great slot for the finals. He had dreamt about this day his entire life. He was training for this day for so many years. There was tons of pressure upon him from, from all Brits around the country and around the, around the, the world who were, were wanting him to, to compete and to actually uh, win the race for them. He gets up to the starting blocks and he he kneels down and and is ready to go and, and he arches his back and he puts his hands down and does all the things that runners do. Now, I'm a swimmer, so I have no idea if anything I'm actually saying is what they do, but that's what it looks like to me. And he gets ready to go, take your mark, the gun goes, and he is um, out of the blocks with a burst of energy that people have never seen before. And he's rounding that first turn, and he's doing incredibly well, and you can begin to see that he is in the lead. His dad, Jim, is up in the stands, Yelling and screaming and just so excited for him. And 65,000 fans, this was prior to COVID-19, of course, um, are all in the stands, shoulder to shoulder, face to face, things we can't do at this time. And they're all yelling and screaming, no masks on. They're just going nuts because they see this incredible young man achieving something incredible. Around the second turn, you see him slow down a little bit, and then he pulls up holding the back of his leg, and then he crumples down onto the ground in a heap of just legs and arms. The medics come running out to him, and he pushes them away because as soon as the medics help him, he he wouldn't be able to finish the race, and so he pushes them away. His dad in the stands, Jim, is standing there, and he's totally silent, and, and he begins to run down the stands past the security guards, and he said, that's my son, I'm going to my son. He runs across the track to where his son is. And Derek turns to him and says, I want to finish. And Jim, his dad, turns to him and says, well, I'll help you do that, son. Jim reaches down and picks up his son. Derek puts his arm around him, And together they jog, one leg for Jim, or one leg for Derek, two legs for Jim, and they jog and he passes the finish line. Derek didn't want a DNF next to his name, did not finish. And Jim, his dad, knew that he didn't want that either. It wasn't so much about the time and not winning the race and not being able to go on to the finals. But what was so important is that he was able to finish. And it was in that moment that Derek knew that he he couldn't finish without the help of his father. And isn't that what Jesus is telling us today? If we are going to finish the race, we must believe in the commandments of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The commandments to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. Nowhere in those commandments did Jesus say that we are to live in fear. And actually, Jesus says multiple times, multiple times throughout all of the Gospels, Do not fear. Believe in me, for I am love." You see, Jesus comes down to the track of our life and picks us up when we are fearful, when we are traumatized, when we are suffering, when we endure tragedy, and he picks us up and he wraps his arms around us and he runs with us so that we can finish, finish this race of life, this journey of life, and and ultimately receive the gift of resurrection. And Jesus comes to us today through his disciples and he says to us that he will never leave us abandoned. Even though he is is preaching to them prior to the, the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension, he is telling his disciples, foreshadowing to them that he will leave, but he will not leave us abandoned. And ultimately he does endure the crucifixion, He receives the gift of hope in the resurrection that he then passes on to us. And on this Thursday, we will celebrate the the beauty and wonder and majesty of the ascension of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, where in the presence of his disciples, he is lifted into heaven and perfectly united with God forever. It's in that moment, in the moment of Pentecost, in, in a few short weeks that we are reminded that Jesus is still running the race with us through the power and gift of the Holy Spirit. You see, that's what the Holy Spirit is for you and for me. A partner, someone who is there with us, someone who cares for us and who is always there for us and, and can run every step of the race of life with us. And when we are fearful, the Holy Spirit gives us hope. When we are downtrodden, the Holy Spirit gives us strength. When we are ill, the Holy Spirit heals. You see, the Holy Spirit is God's gift to us of his presence and almighty works within us, giving us the courage and the strength to actually pick ourselves up off the track and run the race. DNF is not in God's language, did not finish. God wants each and every one of us to finish the race. That is a word of hope that Jesus gives to us today. That God will be with us every moment of every day for us to finish the race that we are running in our everyday lives. A word of hope that we must cherish and hold on to, even in the midst of this period of isolation and COVID-19, we need to be reminded that we are not to live in fear but to live in love. That salvation starts right now. It's not something that we will get when we finish, when we, when we cross the finish line. It's something that we've already received. And so we live in response to the salvation that God has given us. And through the power of the Holy Spirit working in you and I, we can run this race, and we can do it with grace and dignity, humility, and love. Our four graduates are prime examples of that. Browning, Cooper, Matthew, and Donnie. Their senior year has um, ended in ways that they never could have imagined. They may or may not ever get to walk the stage with their classmates and receive a diploma like, like I got to do when I graduated from high school. But even in the midst of all of that tragedy and and the suffering and the the changes and, and all of those things, they've adapted to their new sense of community, have picked themselves up off of the ground, and with many people around them, they've been able to finish this first leg of the race. And most importantly, Jesus has been there with them walking with them each and every step, running when they need to run, walking when they need to walk, stopping to take a breath when they need to take a breath. Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has been there for each and every one of them. And I believe that each of these four graduates have known that because of Christ Episcopal Church. I know my daughter has, She's come to know and understand the love and, and grace of, of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit in her life because of people in this church, have been the hands and feet of Jesus to her. And for that, I'm extremely thankful and blessed. I'm a dad that is in love with this church, in love with my Lord, and so in love with my daughter. She's an incredible young woman, and the young men that graduate, the other three, Matthew, Donnie, and Browning, we are so thankful for you as well. I pray that you will be reminded, not only our four graduates, but every single person in this church and who are watching today, that Jesus is with us, walking with us, talking with us, loving us, caring for us, is on this journey with us. And in those moments where we want to crumple up into a heap on the floor, Jesus will pick us up and run the race. DNF, did not finish, is not an option. Salvation is a gift that causes us to be compelled and encouraged to run the race and take the risk that we need to take in order to finish. And Jesus will be there every step of the way. Amen.